This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, that was a bit of a surprise, and I'm not talking about the weather on the weekend. I'm talking about the Liberal government. At a time when environment ministers are meeting in Montreal, comes word that Justin Trudeau, as they begin debate in the House of Commons over whether or not to accept the Paris Climate Change Accord, the Paris Accord, the Prime Minister says, well, here's what we're doing. Here's our minimum carbon price for provinces in 2018, $10 per ton, rising to $50 by 2022. And as I said, it was a big surprise. And then what probably wasn't a big surprise was Saskatchewan Premier Brad Wall's reaction to it. He has definitely been uh, a critic of the liberal climate change policy. And then we had, so he says they're not going to support it. And then we had Rachel Notley, who, um, of course, our provincial government is already coming up with its carbon levy although most people will call it a carbon tax, saying that we can't support this federal climate change strategy if we're not seeing anything reciprocal when it comes to pipeline approval. Lots to sort out this half hour, and I want Jennifer Winter to start things off for us. She is the Area Director, Energy and Environment, the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. She joins us today. Hello, Jennifer. Hello. Well, the Liberals said that they were going to come up with some kind of a carbon policy, but I guess I thought I'd see more discussion and maybe even at the opportunity here at the Environment Minister's meeting in Montreal, but suddenly we've got it laid out for us, it seems. Yeah, it's a very interesting choice um, that the the Prime Minister made to make this announcement preemptively while the Environment Ministers are meeting. And I think we've already seen quite a bit of backlash around that. Um, You know, Justin Trudeau... uh, campaigned on being, you know, collaborative and open, and this is, this unilateral move is the exact opposite of that. And so, you know, it really makes me wonder if the federal government thought that there was not going to be the outcome they wanted from this meeting. Oh, that's interesting. So you're you're guessing, and it's only a guess, obviously, that with the environment ministers meeting in Montreal, they probably wouldn't come to the same conclusion that the federal government would like to see. So the government said, well, here's our plan regardless. Yeah, I just, I, I can't see why else they, uh, the that Trudeau would make such a bold move in advance of a meeting that was supposed to talk about, you know, Canada-wide carbon pricing and, and things like that. So it is, it's just, it is a very strange move from a strategic perspective, and it it sounds like a lot of provinces are not very happy with this. Jennifer, because we've talked so much in the last year or so, and a lot of questions about what it's going to look like in our province come January, but maybe we have to step back a bit just to explain to people how the idea of pricing carbon would happen. Can can you give um, uh, an explanation of how that may happen in this country or province? Sure. So the idea behind, um, you know, a straight up carbon tax is to just um, add, you know, cents per liter or per gigajoule of um, 
of um, goods that have emissions associated with them, like gasoline, uh, natural gas we use for heating, et cetera. And the, the point behind it is to make it more expensive so that people change their behavior. And it, it could be uh, you know, driving less, switching to public transit, or the next time you have to buy a car, look for a more fuel-efficient one. And you know, the whole point is to have a little nudge for both households and firms operating in in Alberta or, or Canada so that we change our behavior away from these uh, emissions intensive goods. Now we also have to be clear because in Alberta we already do have a, a price on emissions, correct, that the PCs brought in? Yes, that's correct. So Alberta has had a price on emissions from large emitters since 2007 and it in uh, 2017, it's going to change to a broad-based economy-wide uh, carbon tax on, on uh, emissions from combustion, and that'll be at $20 a ton. And then in 2018, it'll be at $30 a ton. So Alberta and BC are already leaders in Canada, and what's interesting is that when BC reviewed its carbon tax and when Alberta went through the the climate leadership review, a big concern was competitiveness and whether or not other jurisdictions would be increasing uh, or even have carbon pricing. Mm -hmm. And so now... You know, a federally mandated carbon price does alleviate some of that concern and it levels the playing field in Canada. In Canada. And that's my next question, because I think whenever we talk about climate policies, climate leadership, I know I haven't looked at my texts yet, but I know they'll be coming in saying, wait a second, why is Canada doing this when we when we really look at emitters like India and China and they're doing nothing? Well, I wouldn't say that those jurisdictions are doing nothing. I think Canada is certainly doing more. And, you know, to be fair to India and China, like countries like Canada, the U.S., uh, Europe, we've had um, centuries of unrestrained development and and so, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a moral question mm. in that we should be cutting back more to allow other countries to catch up. Now, that doesn't mean that um, developing countries like China and India have uh, like carte blanche to emit all they want. They are concerned as well. Um, but it is, uh, it, I think it is incumbent on developed countries to do a little bit more. Jennifer, is there ever the idea that instead of taxes, you have credit? So instead of punishing, you have incentives to change things. And because I sometimes think, you know, it was last week when we had the poll on the carbon tax. And of course, we're seeing more and more Albertans opposing it. But I'm wondering if a government, whether it be provincial or federal, would have a better time selling this if they said we're actually going to give you credits if you come up with cleaner burning facilities 
The problem with that is that it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's the, the tax creates the incentive for, for people to change their behavior, and, and so, so that's good. And, and, yes, we could create an incentive by giving uh, by oh. giving credit yeah. and, and paying people. But, you know, Alberta is already in a rather uncomfortable fiscal situation, mm-hmm. and so I don't necessarily think it's responsible for a government to implement a large-scale program like that. Uh-huh. And if we're talking about effectiveness of the policy, it's, it, you know, a tax is simple and it's transparent. And so that's, you know, personally one of the reasons and as also as a taxpayer that I prefer it to other methods of reducing emissions. Another big criticism, of course, is that the one in Alberta, it's not revenue neutral. It's another term we throw around a lot, and I've had a couple of listeners say, and you say revenue neutral, exactly what do you mean? And for anyone who missed my explanation last week, could you give an idea of a revenue neutral tax when we talk about this carbon levy? Sure. So from an economist perspective, revenue neutral means that the increase in taxes from the carbon tax are exactly offset by decreasing other forms of taxation. So that could be by reducing personal or corporate income tax levels, or it could be through producing, or I'm sorry, giving households lump sum rebates. And so Alberta has done that partially, but not not fully. With the lump sum rebates for some households. Yes. See, because I think that would be another way, uh, if a government is trying to introduce something that is really not popular, they there are other ways of doing it. Okay, before I let you go, one last thing. So Rachel Notley is saying that at this point, Alberta will not be supporting the proposal until there is serious concurrent progress on energy infrastructure. Um and, and I've, ha- I've read criticism from environmentalist groups saying, wait a second, uh, Rachel Notley, on one hand, you're saying we have to have this carbon levy. And on the other hand, you're saying, but we still want pipelines. So it, it doesn't seem to ring true for the environmentalists. But for people who are in the energy industry, they're at least saying, well, at least the premier is starting to stand up for the industry, it appears. Mm-hmm. So she is taking a fairly hard stance, uh, on on this uh, federal carbon pricing issue. But to be fair to her, um, as, as part of the National Energy Board modernization and um, the review of the Canadian Environmental Assessment Act, the federal government has decided that in addition to an evaluation of, say, a pipeline, there also needs to be evaluation of the upstream emissions associated with mm-hmm. the oil that flows through that pipeline. And if we're pricing carbon, then we are, uh, you know, the policy is in place. And so if we have pricing on carbon, there's no need to have these extra reviews of, yeah. or in addition to the review of the project. And so I think the signal she's saying is that, okay, let's reduce the number of hurdles for the regulatory process. Let's get rid of these extra reviews and I'll support a Canada-wide carbon price. Well, and plus that was part of the whole conversation when she even started talking about the carbon levy is saying, you know, we as a province, as a nation, we have to start showing the rest of the world that this is what we are doing, as you say, with the upstream emissions. And then maybe we'll get more pipelines constructed. And But, you know, so we've got to see that other side. So I, I'm, I'm glad she came out with that. Jennifer, thanks for your time today. I uh, appreciate you starting the conversation. 
My pleasure. Jennifer Winter, she is Area Director, Energy and Environment, the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. I, I am getting phone calls and I'm also getting uh, texts as well. But I want to just have this half hour to set up the topic and then definitely I want to hear from you between 3.30 and 4. We will have lots of time to hear your opinions. Coming up after the break, though, I want to bring in Rick Fraser. He is PCMLA for Calgary South East energy and environment critic for the PC party. In particular, what his reaction is to Rachel Notley saying, okay, we've given you this, you better make sure that you're giving us some pipelines and making the regulations less stringent. Otherwise, we're not going to support a federal carbon policy. I'm Angela Cocott. You are listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Just trying to understand uh, what the federal liberal government announced today when it comes to a carbon policy. And Jennifer Winter, my guest in the before the break, she was just guessing that maybe there was indicators that the environment ministers that just started meeting in Montreal today to talk about the Paris Accord, talk about carbon policies, that they weren't going to be able to come to any kind of conclusion. And maybe the Liberal government saw that and said, all right, well, we're going ahead and introducing it right now, which I don't think looks very good. And I just read uh, three ministers at the climate change meeting in Montreal just walked out. I haven't got exact details on that. But after hearing from Brad Wall, he's very disappointed in it. Um, We know the Northwest Territory, so I will double check which three provinces and territories have walked out of the climate change meeting in Montreal. So we have heard, though, that Rachel Notley is saying, you know what, I can't support this federal proposal until I see something on the energy infrastructure side of things. We've got Kinder Morgan's planned expansion of its Trans Mountain Pipeline to the Pacific Coast. Uh, the, The Trudeau government has to make a decision by December I mean, we're still waiting on Northern Gateway. We've got the Energy East. They're all held up. And, you know, I mean, at this point on the surface, I'm saying good on Rachel Notley. We don't hear strong enough words from her when it comes to the energy sector and especially saying that, you know, what, we're not going to play this way. I want to hear what Rick Fraser has to say, though. He is PCMLA for Calgary Southeast. He is the energy and environment critic for the PC Party. Joins us today. Hello, Rick. Hi, how are you? I'm well. First of all, maybe just an initial reaction to the federal government's proposal when it comes to this national carbon price. Well, you know, it's disappointing to say the least. I think that, um, you know, for all the times the the Prime Minister has visited, that perhaps maybe he hasn't been paying attention to what's what's happening on the ground. And I think it's just another, uh, you know, it sends a signal of, non-confidence and uh you know certainly i think uh it's going to be challenging uh you know for companies to come and invest and you know one of the things that andrew leach has said about uh you know imposing things uh and prices on carbon and whatnot and trying to reduce your emissions is that if you're the only jurisdiction doing it then the investment is going to go elsewhere and i think uh you know the united states uh poses a threat to you know future investment in alberta and, uh, you know, they're going to go to where they're, they're going to get the best deal. And, and I think that, you know, I'm trying to wrap around my mind uh, how possibly that, that this is, a, you know, politically sustainable. And then secondly, how it's economically sustainable. Um, you know, my worry, I think, is, is that uh, with this announcement, um, you know, or this idea perhaps is to shore up funding for their programs because uh, they're running larger deficits than they promised in, in, in the federal election. 
And, um, you know, once again, uh, you know, Alberta and some of the Western provinces are going to, you know, take the brunt on this. On the on that front, though, with a national policy or a national plan, would that be better as opposed to just B.C. and Alberta coming up with their own carbon pricing? So it, is that a positive if the government is saying we've got to have a national carbon price plan? Well, again, I, th- I just think that there's some troubles with that because, um, you know, you know, on a national level, uh, each province is going to have different emissions. Um, there's no signal at this point that it may be revenue neutral, which actually does encourage people to reduce their carbon footprint. Uh, you know, not having it revenue neutral, uh, you know, and or uh, it's an emissions cap. Um, an emissions cap doesn't encourage anybody to reduce their footprint. And I don't think you can have one or the other a price on carbon and emissions cap at the same time. It's just not viable. Well, and even uh, Trudeau today was saying if you have some policy in place, whether it be a per ton price or a cap and trade system, but it sounds like it, you wouldn't be in favor of the cap and trade. You want everyone to be doing the same thing. Well, I think too, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we seem to be in this realm that, it, you know, that you can balance, um, you know, wanting to protect the environment and encourage the economy. And I don't think you need to sacrifice one for the other. And uh, again, uh, you know, I think the real threat is is that uh, when you look at the United States, you know, producing more and more of their own oil, which is our greatest customer at this point, no access to tidewater. Uh, you know, it's it's a challenge, and Alberta, you know, is considered, and you've heard this over and over again, uh, you know, as the economic engine of the nation. And so, if you take that away uh, with, with nothing else in place, um, to me, it just seems uh, that perhaps uh, they're not looking further enough down the road. Uh, again, and I, and I think what it does politically and I think economically, it just creates an uncertainty. And if you're an investor, why would you want to invest? Rick, I've got one last question, but I've just got to take a quick news break. Can you hang around for five more minutes here? Absolutely. Rick Fraser, he is the PC energy critic. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.